and we are rolling so welcome karan kishore par up to today's episode of daily trigger hi amay thank you so much for having me man it's a pleasure so ladies and gentlemen karan kishore parab is an actor as well as he's had an experience into modeling working in theaters as well as various art films so that makes me curious and as well as bringing karan to this episode to the table and have conversation so yeah i guess karan we should start with your journey putting some light in your journey because what i think is through that as you had various experiences into you know all elements of acting almost so that makes us yeah. you know break down into every part like modeling could kaise chalu hua then acting kaise hua and you know theater and all stuff so let's just start yeah. with that yeah sure man uh, so actually my journey started when it's a very funny story um, i was in 12th grade uh, in pune i was in junior college mm-hmm. and for some reason you know um, like i started getting attention from uh, the opposite sex uh, when i was in 12th and for uh, and at that point someone also said ki are tu acha dikhta hai hero kyun nahi banta you know that yeah. <laughs> a very typical statement so mm-hmm. uh, and and it's actually stuck stuck with me and i always used to love watching uh, films as a child too but i had never thought of it as you know a profession or uh, any anything of that sort and then i think it stuck with me and then moving into um, uh, my first year uh, of uh, graduation so uh, i basically opted uh, in, uh, opted for engineering because my dad wanted me to be an engineer um, mm-hmm. so i opted in for that but at the same time i started uh, uh my theater journey with uh, this theater group called swatantra theater okay so that was my first um, uh, i think uh, door so to say into the art of acting the craft uh, where um, swatantra theater was this uh, really nice establishment in pune uh, is actually it still exists of course where we used to kind of um, you know do all sorts of acting exercises uh, we used to undertake plays that were uh, really famous and well known uh, from the delhi theater circuit that were you know performed by irfan khan and uh, kk menon and people like greats like those and we okay. used to kind of um, uh, set the play rehearse have a proper one month rehearsal and then go around the city performing in uh, different uh, you know theaters yeah uh, and that was amazing and that was actually the beginning of uh, me starting to actually like and getting to know what uh, the art is all about uh, it's not only about uh, heroism or if someone says you look good you can just go and become an actor uh, yeah and yeah man and i i actually um, did uh, theater with uh, swatantra theater for 3 years during my graduation okay yeah and um, actually uh, through that um, in my when i was in my final year i had shot a short film with this person who had cast me through the theater group mm-hmm. and uh, i had actually uh, you know uh, shared my interest with him uh, regarding how i would like to assist after i graduate how i would like to assist uh, you know some director some filmmaker and that would really help me kind of uh cement slowly my uh, position whatever you know just uh, to get into uh, the acting industry yeah. and that actually happened and um, i actually moved to bombay after i graduated and that's mm-hmm. another story long story covering these yeah. two points what i'd like to think is theater is you know i feel is personally as you being from 90s kid but you know me yeah. personally being a gen z we people don't yeah. have much of exposure to theater but right recently like not recently but 5 6 months back then i saw this movie called ani doctor kashinath ghanekar oh wow and one of know, my one of my most favorite actors about yeah Beautiful. because that is the only recent movie that has put some you know various you know must like it's in dynamic acting and you know makes me think much more about like how should be the theater world you know like this sound cheers and whistles and all stuff but then again you said me that uh, it takes preparation and then you go out to doing some acts and you know various sharing stages yeah i think i think uh, good things you learn through uh, a theater experience like being uh, a part of a theater group 
the first and foremost i think which is uh, very important as an actor as an individual is it really really teaches you uh, teamwork and uh, just loving uh, the people you work with. you know yeah. that's what theater really teaches you like you become a unit you are with each other um, uh, you know very uh, like uh, it gets very personal you are very intimately connected with each other after a point and you really want uh, everyone to do well uh, in a play it's not there is no competition there is no ki yaar mujhe isse better karna hai usse better karna so that's a very good teaching that theater gives you yeah uh, of course you get really good at uh, learning lines because uh, mm-hmm. there's like a whole huge script and uh, you know uh, uh, you have to uh, really uh, mug it up by heart that you can to the level that you can really recite the entire 90 page script in your sleep also so it really uh, uh, trains you to do that as an actor like take your lines seriously you know? yeah. and uh, of course it it also um uh, makes you serious about acting like it's like i think if you directly try to go in front of the camera uh, or start with ad films or start with uh, whatever maybe you don't you might not take the craft very seriously yeah. but theater really teaches you that you know what this is actually a craft it's actually a skill set it's mm-hmm. actually something that you have to keep working on and there is no end to learning yeah uh, just like a lot of other uh, skill sets right uh, and and of course man the cheer that you get oh my mm-hmm. god that's that's the then then that starts making you hungry as a as an artist also like i think theater also ignites that inside you the whole live interaction right. and if you uh, crack the joke during the play and it lands and people laugh yeah. then you really like it gives a big boost to your Yeah, so theater yeah helps you a lot that, in that. Yeah, actually, that makes the point. And you know, the second thing was, uh, as you said, that you got assisted to a part, and then you kept. You know, I think that was a point like you felt like sticking up, and you know, I might go into a clearer direction. And as you said, it's different when you work in ad films and all. But then yeah. again, you also worked in ad films. So fast forward to Bombay, as you said. then what yeah. was the um, you know difference like when did this ad film stuff start and modeling start actually after i moved so i landed the gig of uh, an assistant director like the third ad on mm-hmm. a film project um okay. called roopnagar ke cheete actually which was being made in hindi yeah uh, in 2014 uh, just as i graduated and uh, then life happened i moved to bombay uh, i started assisting uh, my director named vihan suryavanshi and um, it was backed by vipul sir and uh, you know reliance and uh, a, a really uh, proper uh, bollywood project um three months into pre production um, it was going on full flow uh, and cut to all of a sudden uh, we were told that the project is not going to take off because of a lot of uh, whatever you know financial and uh, reliance uh, back then in 2014 they had these two major uh, flops disasters that they mm-hmm. kind of maybe opted out or whatever okay and then i was uh, like as a as a child as a kid of 21 whatever 22 i i thought like okay i'm i'm going through the perfect uh, going by the books like i did theater and then i'm going to assist then i'm going to meet someone and then i'm going to get a film and i'm lead the film and all of that none yeah. of that happened yeah. 3 months later uh, almost 4 months later i was just out of a job in a new city scared out of my wits because i think when you're brought up uh, or when you're at least when you live in pune you kind of uh, bombay is not the easiest city to kind of live in yeah and uh, so i tried to uh, uh, assist a casting director also for a few months after that but it wasn't really paying anything and then i had to come back to pune because i did not have an option i wasn't landing anything cut to when i got to pune uh back to pune i think i was lost for a couple of years i was really lost i was um, 
I got into a couple of bad habits uh, because there was no real sense of direction. I think as an actor, that's the scariest part uh, yeah. when you, yeah, when you decide to be an actor, uh, it's you. There is nothing definite. There is. It's also unpredictable that it can really put you down after one major failure, and especially if you're young, yeah. you don't know how to cope with it, and you can really easily. Um, fall into a trap of you know having no direction and just trying to um, run away from reality by getting into whatever bad habits or bad friend circles or things like that and that's what happened to me and then uh, for the next two years after I got back to Pune I kind of just started doing odd jobs and I was as to be honest I was drinking a lot and you know I was just going around and uh, without any sense of direction um, and then I kind of started modeling with that uh, okay. I kind of uh, ventured into hospitality I used to manage a pub mm-hmm. uh, on and on the side I used I started modeling uh, okay. because I was like you know again I have to I have to do something uh, by th- this time I had actually lost a bit of interest in acting because I was like maybe it's too difficult whatever and all of that so just to keep something alive I uh, along with my job uh, as um, a person who managed a pub, I started modeling with brands like you know Jai Hind. I modeled for Jai Hind. I modeled for a few clothing brands, and then I got in touch with this female as I was in Pune called uh, named uh, Radhika, who partly became my agent of sorts, uh, who gave me my first ad film um, okay. when I was in Pune, and <laughs> it was an ad film for Airtel, and um, I still, I'll never forget that day. Uh, I got the ad film and uh, we shot the ad film. Um, I was one of the, you know, back then, who were famous for it, like Blackberry or Airtel, you know, a lot of hip groups, like five, six montages of other different people doing different yeah, yeah. cool stuff, whatever. So it was one of those ads. And I was one, I was a part of one of the montages where I am with, Two other people by a bonfire, and I'm like dancing and all that. Okay, yeah. And we're having a good time. So I was very excited. I was. I told all my friends uh, that, uh, "Hey guys, screw you! I got an ad film. I'm going to be on TV and stuff like that." And I shot for it, and the ad uh, came, uh, whatever released and uh, was televised, and I realized that my montage was a far off montage of three silhouettes just okay. dancing by the bonfire okay. <laughs> so that then that day i learned the lesson edit that's where it started man and i kept like modeling and uh, uh, doing a few ad films here and there but i was operating uh, out of pune Mm-hmm. Like we must say, this was not an actual breakthrough, but a realization breakthrough. We must say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, again, I realized what theater had taught me that it's not going to be easy. Yeah, it's yeah. just not going to be easy. Yeah. And then again, were you thinking like, okay, right now I have this kind of routine that you know you were into also hospitality, and then again you were uh, started modeling. So. Was this kind of your getting a hang of flow or you were not actually satisfied and you know, I must go on and go on? No, to be honest, I was not motivated at all. I was getting very distracted. Um, you know, uh, I think most of my 20s, till, 20, till I was 27, I think, uh, till like three, four years back, whatever. Um, mm. I was very distracted and um, very... Uh, you know, I was just going with the flow, not in the best way possible. Um, so my, uh, I wasn't as focused as I would say I became um, four years back or three years back. Until then, yes, I was modeling. I was doing the odd ad films here and there. Uh, but I wasn't focused at all. The The kind of focus you need as an actor. So I was just going with the flow. I was uh, most of the time just uh, kind of, uh, you know, uh, 
managing the pub and um, then moved on to another pub. I was kind of uh, not making a name for myself in hospitality, but I was good at it, I realized. So I just stuck by it. But to be honest with that came a very not so good lifestyle, which is like yeah. late hours and would end yeah. up, of course, uh, partying with people. And it uh, so that kind of had really put me off for, I will say, a span of four years after I came back to Pune. Okay. Yeah. And like... Uh... Before we get into like, we'll be putting some light to the project releases that you have. Like, they are three to four that we have this year, right? Yeah, yeah. Man. But like, you know, like two years back, this COVID led all this stuff. But you know, now you must be having some mixed feelings. All of this work I've had is just into this one year. Yeah. So talking about that, uh, so twenty seventeen, and this is the this is why I have always believed in destiny and, uh, you know, the way of the universe. Mm-hmm. Um, I get a call in 2017 end, and this is Amay when I'm telling you like, you know, that four year patch of just being distracted, going with the flow, yeah. doing odd jobs and all of that. I get a call from the same person, Vyan Suryavanshi, who I had assisted, you know, yeah. uh, on um, Rupnagar Ke Chite in 2014. Uh, so 2017 end, I get a call from him. And uh, and by then you should know, even when I was working uh, with him, mm-hmm. I had interacted with him twice for like three to four minutes each because I was the third AD and I was interning sort of. So it wasn't ever like, we never really had any form of relationship. Uh, okay. We never really spoke a lot also. So he called me uh, end of 2017 and he's like, uh, hi, Karan, like, do you remember? Uh, yes. I was like, yes, sir, of course. And uh, then he goes like, uh, do you still act? Because he wasn't on social media or anything. Uh, okay. I don't think he still is, but whatever. And I was like, yes, sir, I do, I do. And he's like, all right, I'm uh, almost done with the script. Um, I can't share too much, but uh, I would like you to test for it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right. And by the, this time, right, I had my avatar was very different. I had like a very long beard because of my modeling. Yeah, yeah. Of my, I used to get a lot of modeling gigs because of like having a really big beard. And I was blessed with uh, getting to grow a big beard. And um, um, I had kind of longish hair. So I was like, yes, sir, fine. I'll, I'll audition for it. So he kind of, his assistant then sent me an address that they were also auditioning in Pune, uh, in some uh, school or uh, somewhere. And that's uh, where I did, that, that's where I went, uh, that uh, the other, the next year or whatever. And I went in that avatar with the big beard and the big, big long hair. <laughs> and his assistant casting director uh, auditioned me. And the next day, Vihan sir called me and he's like, what the hell man i mean that look is very different and it's not the look i'm looking for but there was something he said there was something okay. so tell you what he's like the main casting director is in uh, bombay so can you uh, travel to bombay and you know uh, uh, audition with him and then he'll send me the tapes and i'll see what you can do and can you please get that beard off your face look, man? yeah yeah, I was like, yes, sir, okay, I'll do that. I go there, uh, take my beard off. And trust me, man, it was a process of one month. Uh, six different occasions on which I tested. Okay. The last one being with Vyansar himself, with an actual film camera, with the DOP, Santosh Reddy, sir. Um, and uh, yeah, I got it, man. <laughs> I mean, I tested like, or almost I did half of the film scenes. Like it was that because I was a newcomer. And that's the that's the day Vyansa told me uh, that, uh, you know what? Uh, by the way, I wanted to tell you, uh, this film is being produced by Rohit Shetty. And I was like, oh. okay. And uh, yeah, so like the entire industry had literally tested for it, I realized. And it was just one of those men where it I stuck. Mean- it must be really crucial and seriousness for you because again, you know, going through all these screening processes, but again, back then an opportunity you shouldn't miss or might be you, you weren't aware about it before, but again, you know, destiny, you said, even I believe. Yeah. 
yeah man intense destiny like who would have thought right who out of the blue just one person in the entire industry that i'd worked work with calls me four years later actually you so know um, i am too young to say this but you know what i feel relatable is even like uh, even the person might be 21 or 25 or 35 like there are yeah. some people who it's too early for their age also to because they are directionless to be honest like right. yeah but i guess those are the people who are working hard on the most like even it might be he is you know a uh, jack of all trades but master of none at some point right. but again he yeah. lands he gets that opportunity for sure in life no i need to tell you this since you mentioned now that when you uh, got in touch with me i uh, looked you up on instagram and i was so impressed man like you're what 18 19 and you're doing all these things and you're trying to you know um, like your journey of self improvement has already started and how and you're so young and that is so cool man and i have to say that and please like carry on because hardly i see people like people are just doing the normal mundane things like going out partying and just i don't know you know getting uh, unhealthy and all of that yeah, yeah. so kudos to you man keep it up bro thanks a lot really? man i mean i appreciate that but you know it's just what thing i don't know what which landed up to me but you know certainly yeah. a kind of blessing that but makes me certainly follow you guys so it's just oh, experience that i gain from you guys and it's just i am lucky to be early in this process that makes it special lucky to influence you in any way man <laughs> yeah and certainly like these audience shares matlab most of the maximum audiences 18 to 25 so you know there are lots of yeah. us you know looking forward to this talk oh damn man i'm i'm, I'm glad i'm glad yeah so we were talking about this project release watch um this was pro- produced by rohit chetty sir right yeah so it's like, called school college and life okay so like how was your in short experience working for this project oh wow it was um, uh, it was uh, i was okay honestly i was shitting bricks every single day of okay. uh, the project because it everything was new everything was new. i was panicking i had crazy anxiety on set off set uh, because everything was happening to me for the first time um, a major script reading meeting the entire team and like when you were when you're leading a film i realized that you're given a lot of attention and importance you know right. like you are the person you are the one like yeah. you're the chosen one what do you want sir what do you want what, mm-hmm. are you okay are you okay so it's yeah. very um, it is very uh, overwhelming and it is a lot to take in initially but then yes um, we shot over a span of uh, almost a year um okay. for i think about 60 to yeah 60 days but over a span of a year because of you know whatever uh, uh, different different things uh, your uh, rains and all of that and a lot of factors coming to play but uh, insane learning curve um i of course had the uh, you know uh, opportunity to meet rohit sir himself a uh, brilliant guy uh, very intimidating at first but uh, he's actually just a person who loves creating and uh, he's funny in his own way and um, he is actually uh, once he really likes someone he can really do anything for that person that's something about rohit sir and um, i really developed an amazing relationship with priyan suryanshi as my director and it of course goes to date uh, because uh, i ended up doing one more film with him yeah. so it it really man it was it was the best like i hadn't ever learned so much as an actor of course that i learned in that one year and it still provides me with all the tools that i i have by now mm-hmm. um, it taught me everything literally everything no film school can school can teach you what uh, my first film taught me this is just this difference we have like today it like formal education and then again this kind of raw education we get yeah it's, and it's not education yeah. it's just a life learning we get for you know eternally that's it yeah i mean it's like it's as simple as practical knowledge is better than uh, bookish knowledge yeah yeah, yeah. that that's the most uh, correct part you can say and again talking yeah. about roopnagar ke cheete was 
like back then in 2014 and 15 but then yeah. how did the part resume and then how did this actually land up to releasing so the, the thing about vyan suryanshi sir is uh, he he is a writer director he writes his own scripts uh, he writes his own screenplay and he also directs it of course so he's that kind of a uh, filmmaker you know like story screenplay and directed by you know, that uh, that thing. so he literally had written uh, he's written like almost i think a lot of scripts so when uh, rupnagar ke cheete in hindi didn't work out back then uh, it like of course all his scripts are very personal to him because he's felt them he's experienced them in some way and he's written them himself mm-hmm. but rupnagar ke cheete of course was stuck with him after getting done with school college uh, shooting school college and he was like you know what i want to now again revive this project and i want to start shooting and uh, he decided to um begin this journey with his uh, very dear friend manan shah sir who is uh, you know uh, the nephew of vipul uh, uh, amritlal shah and okay. um, uh, they've had a very uh, long amazing relationship manan sir and vian sir so they kind of got on it uh, i think at the beginning of the lockdown at the beginning of the lockdown okay and uh, yeah cut to i get a call but i had to go through the same process though mind you uh, because vian sir is very very professional that way he wouldn't just cast me because he's worked with me uh, so i had to go through the same process uh, this is i still remember um, um in may of 2020 like i think a couple of months into lockdown i get a call from the casting director rohan mahapuskar sir um okay. who um who kind of uh, briefed me about the project and i am i in the back of my mind i'm like i know every single note of this film because <laughs> i worked on that film yeah. i have created powerpoint uh, i have created presentations i have created tables of props and costumes and scene division and everything like i knew it by heart I was like, yes, I will test for it. And uh, again, I went through quite a few other rounds, and um, cut to I was cast in um, October of 2020. Okay. And then the shoot kind of uh, happened in uh, three schedules, um, or during the lockdown, which was amazing, because touch wood, no one really uh, uh, got infected or the shoot didn't stop. okay and you know like uh, me personally like and the audience which doesn't know much about roopnagar ke cheete but certainly right. what piece of content we know about it is that the poster release we had so we need to yeah. you know yeah it was kind of interesting to see that you know there are these two kids or two people standing on the mountain and then it's just a zoom in coming and you know roopnagar ke cheete is a kind of fascinating phrase and yeah bollywood say it was originated first that dialogue we had like- Yes, yes, man. Yes, yes. Like uh, Roop Nagar ke chite hai, Shikar pe hi jite hai, something. Shikar like pe hi jite hai. Yes. It's it's a it's from a film from uh, like named Pratikar, I think. Pratikar. Uh, yeah. During the nineties, coffee like those typical villain era. Uh, I mean, sir must have been having certain uh, personal touch, and then again, uh, I I like got to know about it that these two kids have a. they share a lot of deep friendship and once they get separated with certain uh, life obstacles and then it happens yeah so in short it is it is a film uh, on friendship and um, it is it is a film celebrating friendship between uh, two people um, who happen to be me and uh, another uh, guy um, and both of us basically Uh, the film travels through us our friendship um, and how a very serious incident that takes place okay kind of uh, creates a conflict between uh, us tests our friendship of almost all our life like we have been friends since literally we were born and how an incident that takes place uh, in uh, when we are in college uh, uh, how it kind of uh, creates a conflict and uh, 
puts us on different paths okay. and how we kind of uh, are placed in different cities then mm-hmm. and how uh, kind of what happens after that with each of us in that journey of life yeah i mean and, also concerning about like uh, marathi industry it the name itself and the poster itself makes us curious and you know it's kind of hatke yaar because it's not been yet showcased in marathi industry yet so i believe this must be something new coming up yeah yeah i uh, i i will say uh, here about uh, the answer also that he's a very uh, he's a brilliant filmmaker he has this uh, he has this amazing uh, you know i for detail and uh, both like the duo uh, Vyan uh, Vyan Suryanshi and uh, Santosh Reddy who is his DOP cinematographer both of them uh, are a duo uh, they have both uh, done school college and uh, uh, RKC and uh, it, it's they're very cinematic picturesque people so you will see this in his films that uh, they really are very good looking uh, films they're very fresh and um, they're very diff- they're all about emotions so he's he's a guy who uh, who is emotional in real life and who uh, also has his has a lot of heart in his uh, stories and films so that's what he has attempted with both these films and uh, they uh, i'm like i'm hoping uh, they're uh, they're very uh, they're very beautifully shot and all of that so yeah maybe uh, hope it could they create waves yeah surely looking forward to it yeah and as well as talking yeah. about another project that was that is wade right uh, yeah wow. firstly uh, before knowing your experience that itself makes it special because audience to know about it it is directed by ritesh deshmukh sir and then yes. again, that is his uh, debut i guess for directing yes. and yes. then again uh, music work done by ajay atul sir and then again janelia ma'am so yeah it's just a blockbuster you know a cast is whole lot of special to you because working with yeah. them then let's just talk about it like how are we looking forward to it oh yeah um i um, i was cast in this film through uh, ron mapuskar sir himself uh, you know who was uh, casting for this film and um i uh, of course i was very excited when i got the film i uh, i have a very important character that i play in the film and mm-hmm. uh, i was looking forward to it and i think we shot it was span of uh, 10 to 11 days my first day on set uh, again you know that sense of intimidation and uh, i don't know like your your kind of uh, there's thinking. a zone you get into it you know all of a sudden yeah and then um, i see ritesh sir for the first time and you know to be honest i've been a very very big fan of ritesh deshmukh sir because same i That's mean right. he's just so cool basically he's funny he's cool he uh, he is this really really great you know actor who has this crazy comic timing and then he did this uh, these negative couple of roles which he nailed also so i've been yeah, actually and he's a marathi mulga so i'm Barabha. very very uh, proud and like a big uh, fan and admirer of his work so all of that and then i i was like shit shit how is going to be the first meeting and all that and then he walks on set and he comes and he's like hey you're playing uh, i can't name the character but anyway uh, you're playing yeah. that guy nagesh sir yes sir and he just sat with me and 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 it's credit to him that he made it feel like just two people chatting in like 5 seconds he okay. made it made me feel like hey we're just chatting there is zero air around him basically there is zero okay. air uh, there is influence we must say sorry there there is that influence we must say yeah no like he he like for us at least for me he is a larger than life personality he is because yeah, of exactly. his history and because of his uh, you know uh, uh, presence and everything everything but when you when i met him in real life he is just a normal person 
देर इज नो कुछ है ही नहीं ऐसे कि आई एम दिस पर्सन और आई एम वट एवर एंड दैट हेल्प मी सो मच बिकॉज in the first minute itself i was like oh wow okay i can just normally talk to him and uh, uh, you know uh, ask him about my character whatever i want to and all of that and then over the course of these 10 11 days oh my god he is such a loving caring uh, gentle uh, and intelligent uh, filmmaker and collaborator because he just a he gave me all the freedom um he was ever complimenting me like he was complimenting me so much and it is so important uh, as an actor like if if someone if someone like him uh, yeah. says wow that was good like that is uh, validation to another level right that, exactly. that is like wow an established accomplished successful talented actor bonafide uh star is telling you that you did well uh is just brilliant and um uh, that was yeah we shot for 11 days together he was literally so easy to work with uh so so loving and um, he man i have to mention this right uh, quickly uh, because sure. uh, i'll never forget this experience uh, my mother is also a huge fan of his okay and i am very professional when it comes to not getting anyone on the film set you know it's because i know people do but like actors do but i feel like it's not a field trip it's not a picnic that you're on right. it is uh, it is a professional outing so i don't really get anyone on set when i'm shooting but mom is such a big fan that i just i just uh, had to ask so i one day went up to him and i'm like sir i never do this but uh, my mom is like you know she only loves three people in the industry there's amitabh there's sharukh and there's you and it's is the truth and uh, i was wondering if she could just drop by said like for 5 minutes see you and leave and he was like are could hai could hai there could hai and then he's like acha video call or call her right now of course of course and um, i was like no no sir can she come tomorrow and he was like yeah 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 done and then uh the next morning i'm on set and as he enters the set he comes to me he's like where is your mom mm-hmm. i was like sir she's coming she's like and wow and then mom came actually uh, like in the afternoon or something and ritesh sir i'm not kidding i'm not exaggerating this he stopped the shoot for okay. half an hour he pulled up a chair in front of my mother and my sister was there too and he was talking to them for half an hour for half an hour straight he was talking to them he has this amazing sense of respect for people it's like i i really it was so beautiful and i got emotional seeing that like he took so much efforts yeah to um, you know and for half an hour he was talking to them he got to know them he shared his own uh, life with them yeah. and after that he's like uh, uh, you're not uh, leaving without having lunch with me then he kind of had lunch okay. with my uh, mom and my sister and yeah man and th- that like i thanked him i got very emotional at the end of the shoot where i told him that sir i'll never forget what you did for my family because my family is everything for me and seeing what you did and you know aisa hota hai na ki yaar zarurat nahi rehti there is no need for yeah. him or anyone to do what he did but he right. did it he did it yeah uh, exactly and yeah man that's that was the biggest highlight biggest highlight i mean truly amazing like you know this these are the things which i actually need to you know record into part podcast and then gain something from yeah. it because these makes like there's an every thought like person has that we people don't know what these actors do in because we all can see them on the screens right but yeah. again behind the screens what is happening and what relations you guys share that's truly phenomenal because you as an artist learning from a senior artist and then again like seeing your mother you know chatting with ritesh sir it's kind of learning you get every second absolutely man absolutely i'll i'm telling you i'll never forget never forget 
amazing it is two kind two kind of two kind of positions you can have in life price positions yeah man exactly yeah. yeah yeah and certainly like you know knowing about these projects and knowing about your journey that makes me you know question this philosophy you have or like right. uh, bio i read you on uh, you know your instagram that is you know memento mori something like that Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would like yeah. to know, you know, some couple of words or thoughts. What is exactly, you know, just have a chat about it. Oh yeah, sure, man. So uh, I've um, toyed with philosophies and uh, different school of thoughts a lot uh, mm-hmm. throughout, if not throughout my life, but uh, since uh, the past five years, I've been toying with a lot of philosophies, different sorts of philosophies. um uh, i uh, i had a phase where i was kind of trying to practice and uh, getting to know buddhism um okay. i did uh, this uh, retreat called vipassana also um but i kind of uh, sadly uh, you know got out of touch and then um for the past almost 2 years now um i follow uh, this philosophy called stoicism okay um and uh, memento mori actually comes from uh, that uh, kind of philosophy and memento mori basically means that so stoicism is really misunderstood because it kind of keeps telling you to remember that you're going to die one day mm-hmm. now that is taken in a lot of negative manner but what it actually mainly means so memento mori means that you could leave life today let that decide what you do today and tomorrow right I so see. right that is the main philosophy the crux of this philosophy memento mori it's one of the sayings uh, it basically tells you that you have to meditate on mortality you have to know that death is happening every day in the sense every minute in the sense of आपका टाइम जा रहा है matters the most with your time because right. it's limited because one day we are all going to leave this uh, world or whatever and it's not uh, some sad thing or like taboo it's a mm-hmm. reality it's the it's the ultimate truth the yeah. ultimate truth is we are all going to leave one day so keep that in mind and let that decide how you live life uh, every day another thing um uh, stoicism really focuses on which i love uh, which this is all common knowledge but practicing it every day kind of helps me to keep in uh, remind myself of that uh, it also talks about how you should only focus on what you can control because uh, see so there's a very famous saying so there are three main philosophers sure. uh, in uh, stoicism there's marcus aurelius which we i think we have heard of yeah. uh, there's seneca There's Seneca and there's um, Epictetus. So okay. these three uh, Greek philosophers, they of course existed long back, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, sorry, Rome, yeah, yeah Rome. Rome. Uh, and all three of them really faced a lot of adversity. They they faced like insane failures and tragedy and all of that. But through that, they lived through these philosophies. So Seneca has a very mm-hmm. famous saying saying that. we suffer more in imagination than in reality correct right yeah and it's we all know it we we all know it. and th- basically that says that try to live in the moment as much as possible exactly. because what's going to happen is going to happen right and and the the thought after that that uh, stoics say is only focus on what you can control because because give 100% to what you can control give 0% to what you can't control can't control yeah and you'll progress a lot and another thing is 
you control how you risk. See, things are going to keep happening. The only thing that you control is how you respond to those things. Right. Right. And that right. makes all the difference. All the difference. Yeah, exactly. The life you live. Because things are going to keep happening to you, man. Every day. Every day to everyone. Every day to everyone. That's how the human experience is. Yeah. We, we wake up every day. We don't know what's going to happen. We can only control certain things. What time I wake up or what food I eat. Or yeah. like, you know, things like that. But because we are a social animal, because we are coexisting as a human being, yeah. a lot of things are also out of our control. And when something that we don't, we didn't specifically want to happen happens, it is on us how to respond to that. And that will make all the difference, basically. Exactly. You know? I'm able to connect to you on that basis. But, you know, uh, as an 18-year-old where I see, and there's no problem, like, yeah, these things are common to know. But people are yeah. far away from that understanding of significance. Like, uska actual significance ka people aren't able to know. And that's why they lead up to use, uh, you know, negativity of philosophy. Yeah. You know, I think it's a job. You should treat it. I think practicing well-being is a full-time job. Uh, being in the right mental space, it's a full-time job. Uh, yeah. That's why I'm yeah. saying like, uh, me when I say I practice stoicism, uh, I mean that I will watch a video or a podcast every day without fail on that. Okay. I will remind myself, I have three apps on my phone dedicated to stoicism, the philosophy of stoicism, where every day a saying pops up by Epictetus or Seneca or Aurelius. Mm. Um it's it should be a daily reminder and you know to be honest am i like yeah because he's experienced it but the chota bhai never listens and uh, until he experiences he or she okay. or whatever you know mm-hmm. so of course it is a way of life that you can't expect uh, people to just get it and you have to experience certain things in life certain rock bottoms certain loss certain tragedy to start relating to the things that the wise men have said. Yeah. You know, like as you keep getting older, all the sayings make more sense. That's the whole point. <laughs> That's the whole point. I mean, you know, like the thing about, uh, you know, I was saying was like me personally, 18, I've just passed my school yeah. and that's when actually life begins. But then again, you know, I see this, I listen to this podcast and guests coming over and saying, you know, at the end of the uh, show, adding a closing note. Okay be patient, uh, be consistent and all stuff. But that again starts to make sense once I start doing those things. So, okay, patience Correct. was such a short word, but again, that makes a difference. Absolutely. Absolutely. It is like, that's why I, you know, I have this um, rule. Uh, I don't give advice. Okay. I don't give advice because that's A, you don't know how mature slash old they are. You don't know where they're coming from. You don't know their mindset. You don't know their upbringing. You don't know, even if they're your best friend also. Okay. You don't know where they're coming from mainly. Right. So I never give advice to anyone. Leave everyone at their own pace. Be with them. Try to give them a good time when you're around them. Try to make them feel good. But don't get into this all gyan because so many people just give people gyan and uh, give, uh, in in person they will give them a bad experience so what's the point of it yeah. right highly agree i mean yeah. over that <laughs> and then again yeah. switching from philosophies i just want to know yeah. as this um, we are noting this journey sharing yeah. my kind of motivation is just give an example short of you know experiencing mine uh, you mm-hmm. must have seen rocky balboa obviously oh yeah and Rocky Balboa not, but just a Rocky first part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's like what we see in this 2022. It feels so simple. Like, you know, it's just a one-time movie. Okay, we are done with it. But like, again, up, you know, Rocky getting up when he gets knocked out by Apollo Creed. Same thing which I had, you know, I just, uh, I'm more attracted towards Japanese culture as well. 
so you know uh-huh. I, manga yeah manga and anime uh, so it's oh, nice. you know there is this anime called also a manga called hajime no ippo so he is a boxer basically okay. Okay. and then again watching him doing road work basically on daily basis that made me inspire and motivate you know get up in the morning and start running and then again you mm. know these people have this kind of um, this ethic that you know i just won't give up like no matter what mm. it's quite simple but you know these things just coming popping up again and again makes me you know more stiff and more you know like even i can't be that i need to be that stubborn and you know i can do it it's possible wow man so your source of uh, motivation is like uh, these animes also like have they made a uh, difference yeah they are making actually personally me and they are quite you know just adding this kind of motive like it's let it be extrinsic for now but again when mm. i get my results they automatically turn myself this motivation into intrinsic one because i see results now mm. Mm. then we lead you know then i get uh, led by myself that okay i get motivated by myself now i don't need this But, thing amay do you use anything like as a daily reminder or like sort like i said ki you know as i follow like i have downloaded apps to just remind me that this is this this you have to because consistency is not easy is yeah, what right. i mean so do you have any reminders or in in daily life um not as such as reminders but yeah it's about memos and you know scheduling things just uh a night before and then oh you again, do that you journal yeah for now i do uh, journal but again like uh, these are just some imprints that i have now because on consistent basis i used to read manga and then some of my favorite creators so they have kind of left an imprint over me so you know it's getting much more easier oh wow okay okay nice so it's getting imprinted on you as you go ahead yeah so even it's not like that i need to consume them now on daily basis like aaj bhi unka episode aaye aaj bhi yaar kuch bhi karke dekhna padega correct so, yeah i have their comments already basis. impacted you in a deep way hmm yeah wow man wow. are you religious um no i mean i haven't like discovered and right now i can't say anything because i am not hmm. um, firm about it much more hmm hmm hmm, hmm. okay that's it so i wanted to know like what was your because yeah. i know last 3 4 years it must have been a lot of hassle for you and then it makes much more easier and makes sense right now that okay these projects are releasing this year but there was a lot of hassle you had back then oh so wow yeah man getting everything together i want to know what was your source of motivation and all damn man okay so i think um i hit the rock bottom of the rock bottom in uh, uh, end of 2018 like okay rock bottom of rock bottom uh, where nothing went right uh, yes i had shot for one feature film as the lead um, but because after that you know it is very unpredictable ki kab release hoga kya hoga all of that um, i went uh, to be honest my personal life wasn't the greatest i went through a really really uh, um, yeah like bad toxic breakup or whatever mm-hmm. and um, i uh, again got back to pune and uh, lockdown hit so i think from 2019 end to today um i had to really go back to the basics man um i had to go back to the basics of a spending a lot of time with your loved ones uh because during this um um uh, the 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 journey that took me to the rock bottom of rock bottom while i was going through that journey i wasn't the best with my family also like i wasn't uh in constant contact with them or uh, i wouldn't um uh, do a lot of things for them so i started doing that mm-hmm. uh, i started doing that i uh, started putting myself first like all of this is going to sound very cliche but man it works you know it just works that's why it is a cliche maybe mm-hmm. uh, i started putting myself first uh my uh i can't point a finger on what my exact just like go to sense of motivation was because as they say i believe in it that motivation is a very overused word Uh, mm-hmm. a lot of people try to base their lives on motivation but yeah motivation roz nahi aata 
रॉन डूंग motivating your like having small goals i won't say motivation because motivation trust me it just comes like twice a month to me so i can't rely on motivation really can't it's just going by the, like you rightly said you write uh, everything you want to do the next day right. in the night the previous night mm-hmm. so there has to be a structure you have to wake up one day you have to be like enough is enough i believe in enough is enough moments also like i've had a couple of those where you're just like you hit a rock bottom and you're like enough hmm. and after that you just every day like even if you don't want to see everyone hates waking up early everyone hates working out everyone hates meditating because it's literally sitting in one place everyone hmm. hates sitting down with a book and journaling because it's like back to school yeah everyone hates everyone hates eating right because wow we are used to like amazing food and fast food so most of the things that are good for you you will hate so motivation is not going to help you because you're not going to get motivated about these things to do these things you're not going to be like wow i'm going to wake up early wow mm-hmm. i'm going to work out wow i'm going to journal today they're all boring things they're all very difficult like not easy things to do so i just feel like it's yeah it's just like discipline self discipline telling yourself bro you're not going to love these things but they're going to be amazing tools to lead a fulfilling life exactly if you keep telling yourself that every day if you start making peace with people doing what they have to do and whatever and the, the not wanting to be in whatever relationships or uh, chilling with friends all the time or being a part of all the music festivals and concerts <laughs> you know like the, yeah, the yeah. cliches right if you're okay with making peace with that hmm. uh, uh, no one you're unstoppable and everything follows man everything follows you you get Certainly. the right circle you uh, you en- you get financial freedom you enjoy uh things after that then because you become a different person only when you go through that journey right. of self improvement like I, that's why i said like i'm so uh, happy proud and glad that your self improvement journey has started so early on because it's only going up from here you know right right i get it so i feel that i feel yeah like that is that that is what keeps me every day uh because i can see the other side Uh, i can see the better side because i've seen the what it can be how bad it can be and it always reminds me that no i don't ever want to go there no, the rock bottom of the rock bottom right but that's what the, you know that was a great concept you know you threw it in like literally i mean that was deep man because motivation isn't right. just a thing like these introduction of words that come into your life like uh, you know you said that uh, getting into peace with loneliness Hmm. These kind of words are deep, but yeah, this concept was really. I mean, I feel it relatable at the starting point. So, 
thanks to you man for this oh man thank you yeah man i'm glad it resonated yeah and so you know like lot of philosophies and lot of deep talk now just let's just get cool down not just little cool sorry down. if i made uh amaz uh, podcast too deep and too dark no i mean we need this kind of content but yeah certainly yeah. like let's just cool down like you know there's some interesting part which i can add i guess yeah. that's in rapid yeah, fire oh damn rapid fire round i already feel like an actor again <laughs> <laughs> no nah, i mean you know these conversations gets more interesting once we you know just slide into words quickly and know more about you yeah man of course so sure. okay so yeah there are five six question which i have let's just go it through quickly are we ready then karan <clears throat> yes sir <laughs> okay so i'll just start okay the first question is describe karan in three words oh uh emotional hard working artistic okay uh, what was your breakthrough point of life as of now uh 2018 rock bottom of the rock world and three movies that you would watch over and over and never get tired of people that inspire you oh people that inspire me um a lot of them man um i think artists inspire me a lot because uh, uh as i say uh being an artist is a very lonely path mm-hmm. um and not everyone understands you and you could just be misunderstood and you can feel not relatable to a lot of people as you embark on this journey further and further so the artists like uh, daniel de lewis uh, amir khan uh, ranbir kapoor wow a few writers uh, murakami michael jackson west in peace that was like great addition and then okay then just uh, close with the rapid fire but tell me a man like who do you say like you know okay this is an artist and this is an art like what a man we can say you know like if i talk about rap or like i talk about lyricism then i must say eminem okay what he does actually so that's like what a man we can say so you know you must be knowing what a creative satisfaction is so you know i just wanted to know like who's that man you admire I, I admire. Uh, I think I admire. Um, I'm torn between uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and uh, Daniel Day Lewis because they are two completely different uh, way of living, mm-hmm. like two different lifestyles. Mm-hmm. But I think I, I think I'll go with Leonardo DiCaprio because he kind of is still a balancing act. Like he he's better at balancing personal and professional life. Mm. Uh, i just feel i have always wanted to be an actor since the time i wanted to be an actor because i feel it is so powerful when you can make people feel when you can uh, awaken a sort of emotion inside people's body without even being there mm. and just seeing you on screen they literally feel all sorts of emotions so leonardo has done that a lot to me through his eyes yeah and uh, i i admire um him and just uh, yeah i i wish i'll be like 1% of what he does on screen one day that's all okay that's yeah. great i mean you know like there are lot of films like even i feel you know dicaprio actually creates a lot of influence like like so- he makes you feel you know inside oh have you watched the recent batman movie I did. And you know like uh, adding to this point Robert Pattinson did had the same influence through his eyes. Don't you think? Oh, oh am I uh, you uh, you will not believe like I watched it with my uh, really good friend and he is like an insane bat like the typical Batman fan, right? Like comics, everything, anim- animation, oh, everything is watched yeah. and all of that. So I I told him like after the movie I couldn't I wouldn't shut about the eyes of Robert Pattinson because every Batman otherwise has treated it like are mask we are wearing a mask so mostly uh, we are going a to dark voice sequences yeah. yeah the voice and the action sequences when the mask is on hmm. but Robert Pattinson showed everyone that actually when you have a mask on your biggest superpower and tool is your eyes as an actor 
and how you can emote and oh man the stares the pain the uh, the the tragedy like you can feel it through his eyes man you can feel it through like what bruce wayne has gone through yeah. until up until that point oh you can see it through his eyes fuck exactly it's amazing yeah, the I best guess... batman i will say exactly. it out loud same same, best same yeah right yeah, yeah sure so that was the end of the episode actually i hope you enjoyed it karan oh i man what the hell i i i i'm like i'm sad that it's ended i really <laughs> surely i mean there's this part 2 which would be coming in future too <laughs> oh yes yes i would love to man and again am i like you're doing so well for your age and please keep it up man and sure man. Uh, i am i'm your lifelong uh, i'm one call away anytime you want to talk about anything because uh, yeah please don't lose the focus bro exactly I mean, thanks man i appreciate that so yeah, yeah. before closing this like just a small closing note not just a typical one but yeah in short what would it be for the younger generation um try try to put yourself first um people are going to uh project their own insecurities on you so don't take what people say too seriously mm-hmm. because they are battling their own life and they will only project their own insecurities on you so don't focus on what other people say um focus to be financially independent as soon as you can hmm. uh, because once you have financial freedom the world is filled with opportunities and you can just literally fly and um, yeah put yourself first put yourself first um doesn't matter because uh the longest and the biggest relationship you're going to have is with yourself right as simple as that yeah you're you're with yourself from the first day to the last day. so please put yourself first exactly so surely a wonderful note and takeaways that are being added in this episode so yeah i'll be also yeah. adding social media handle of karan in the description of a spotify as well as oh, yes. it will be yeah and then it will be releasing on youtube too so yeah ladies and gentlemen karan and amay checking out for today's episode thank you oh thank you so much amay thank you for having me shout out to daily trigger podcast <laughs> yeah